Oh, how we love our coffee and tea. But can you have caffeine after bariatric surgery? As a dietitian, I hear different answers on this from other dietitians and other medical professionals. There's a lot of buzz on bariatric surgery and caffeine. What are the current science-based recommendations and why? Let's talk about it in just a minute. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell. You're listening to the Beyond Bariatric Surgery podcast, episode number 34. Let's go beyond bariatric surgery together. Let's talk about everything you need to move on. This podcast, it's all about you. Making your transformation and your journey the best it can be. Sharing what you need to know and how to do it. Have you heard that caffeine is dehydrating? So if you drink something that contains caffeine, then you need to drink even more water. Or maybe you heard that you can't drink anything that contains caffeine because if you do, it will cause you to become dehydrated. Let me say right now that the recommendations on caffeine that I share here on the podcast may be different from what you've been told. They're based on the most current science. It's always important to check with your surgeon or your bariatric dietitian before you change your diet. They may not want you to have caffeine for some other specific reason. The older science said that caffeine in fluids was dehydrating and therefore required extra water to make up for it. The current science, which has been out for a while now, says that caffeinated fluids are as good as other fluids for keeping you hydrated. Did you get that? Lean in here. The current science, which has been out for a while now, says that caffeinated fluids are as good as other fluids for keeping you hydrated. In fact, the American Society for Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery, who makes many recommendations for care after surgery, suggests avoiding caffeine for at least the first 30 days after surgery while your body is still sensitive and healing, and then checking in with your bariatric dietitian or surgeon if you want to add caffeine back to your diet. Okay, let's put caffeine aside just for a moment. Did you know that dehydration is among the top reasons for readmission to the hospital after surgery? Dehydration happens when your body runs low on fluids and it can't function as it should. Fluids do so many beneficial things in the body, but when you think specifically about burning calories after your surgery, fluids help burn stored fat calories for energy. So you can see why you need to have adequate fluids. And often your thirst mechanism doesn't tell you to drink enough. So it's important that this become a new habit or put it back on the radar if you drank a lot of fluids before. Bottom line, drink even when you're not thirsty. Drink even when you're not thirsty. Aim for 64 ounces a day total from all your fluids. If eight ounces equals a cup, then we're talking about eight cups a day. And just keep a water bottle with you. It helps you to remember and it's always handy. I have this great water bottle. It has a, a little blinking light that fits over the cover and it starts blinking about every 30 minutes or so to remind me to, to take a few sips of water. I know it sounds silly, but when I'm working, I get so engrossed in what I'm doing that I forget. And then this little light goes off and I think, hey, oh yeah, I haven't had any water for a while. So whatever it takes to help you remember, drink those fluids. How can you tell if you're drinking enough fluids? 
look at your urine. Yes, that's right. I want you to pee and then take a look. Because if you're drinking enough, your urine will be clear or just a very light color. Darker urine is your sign to drink more, unless you're taking medications or supplements that could change urine color. So a good question to ask your medical team if you're taking medications. Some signs of dehydration to watch for, thirst, headache, hard stools and constipation, or dizziness when you stand up. And always reach out to your surgeon's office if you can't drink enough fluid to stay hydrated. Okay, back to caffeine specifically. As we just talked about, caffeine is not a problem for dehydration. So at some point, you're likely to add coffee and or tea back to your daily diet. What's typically added to your coffee or tea? What usually partners with it? Think about some of the high calorie flavored coffee drinks. You got it. Cream, full fat milk, sugar, flavored sugary syrups. These can be calorie bombs and ruin all your hard work. Good news, there are several things you can do to cut the calories and enjoy your beverage. Number one, if you add caffeine, or if you're adding caffeinated coffee or caffeinated tea back to your day, start with a caffeine decaf mix. Let's just see how the caffeine affects you and then gradually work your way to full throttle on the caffeine. Number two, use a zero calorie sweetener or syrup if you need a little sweetness. Try to stay away from sugar or else use a very tiny amount of it or a very tiny amount of honey. Because remember, these carbs can cause dumping. The last thing you want to do is add a bunch of calories back to your diet through your coffee or tea and then have dumping syndrome. Not fun, let's prevent that. Number three, add a little bit of non-fat milk. Why? Double bonus, protein and calcium. Milk contains both and every little bit adds up. Okay, caffeine is not related to dehydration, but caffeine can be a nemesis for a couple of reasons that are worth asking yourself if they're an issue for you. Number one, caffeine irritates GERD or reflux, as well as just basic heartburn. So it's smart to nix the caffeine until that situation is resolved. Number two, did you know that caffeine is a hunger suppressant? I hear you, you're thinking, wow, that is great. It will help me keep my calories under control. And before you had surgery, that's true. But when you're recovering from surgery, the last thing you need is not to be hungry. Why? You're thinking that doesn't make sense at all because you have protein goals that you're trying to meet for healing, as well as to keep your muscle mass when you're already eating significantly less calories around than before. And remember, muscle mass, your calorie burning machine. If you're not hungry, it gets hard to take in the protein that your body's asking for. And a successful surgery already decreased your hunger and appetite for weeks after. And if you drink fluids containing caffeine, do you see where it could reduce most of your desire to eat it all? Talk about making it hard to get in protein, this will do it. Number three, 
One last reason that caffeine is often avoided for a while is the speed at which food moves through your system or what's called increased gut motility. Okay, think of it this way. Did you ever drink a cup of coffee only to need to poop or go number two soon after? If so, that's an effect of your gut moving things through more quickly. And after surgery, this could be a problem if your digestive system has been significantly altered. You may be moving through food that's not completely digested. Remember, the issue for caffeine is not dehydration, but rather other potential issues it, that could play a part. It, caffeine may affect, like GERD, suppressing your hunger when you need to eat, or pushing through food it, through your system too quickly before it's digested. That's why, as I say most every week, your case is specific to you. It's important to me that you have the best success possible on your journey forward. So ask about caffeine as it relates to your surgery. Before I go, thank you for letting me know that dumping syndrome is a real pain point for you. You asked for a cheat sheet to go with the podcast. So I've put together, and I'm talking about the podcast on dumping syndrome. So I put together a freebie that's just waiting for you. Four tips to keep dumping syndrome from dumping on your day. You'll find the link on the homepage, breakingdownnutrition.com. It will also be in the show notes under the podcast on the website as well. Let me know how you like it and which tip works best for you. Hope you have a great week. Beyond Bariatric Surgery is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC. All rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.